continue where we left off. Let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Hannah, will you begin? Hello, I am Hannah playing Winnie, Guardian of the Shared Sky. Brennan? Hi, I'm Brennan. I'm playing Brother Arcos Gerard, Priest of Furia. And Rob? I'm Rob playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night. And I am Amelia Som, your GM, and Morovi has gone to the kitchen and put a kettle of water on what looks like a stove. You'll notice that there are no flames, rather arcane glyphs that heat everything. Uh, the kitchen is large. It's made for entertaining. The stove extends very far back. There are several burners in the rear corner a pot of soup that Winnie you would recognize to be an eternal stew rests simmering quietly and she ushers you in as she begins prepping some vegetables to cook and she says um, as she starts slicing now what was it you all needed Oh, um, we were here to inquire about a word that I think you said you might know. Mausolea. Yes, that's correct. Uh, Tanvi has had dreams where uh, he's heard it and very other, very few memories occasionally. For a while, I would watch him sleep and as soon as he awoke, ask, I got some reports of visions but always very stunted labored language i don't think he don't think he really knows or was meant to know i got the feeling that it was something meant for someone else and perhaps meant for you so i did what i do best i've consulted the text i found nothing i go through the oral histories the Words kept uh, for, oh, you you all don't know. We keep certain histories spoken into these, these sorts of jars where you can hear the stories being told by those who wrote them, those who hear them, and those who tell them again, in addition to, uh, to consulting the leaders of other families and other courts trying to find anything. They've made our poor Tanvi a bit, a bit more glum than usual i've noticed yeah we also noticed <laughs> yes well it's good to know he's not always that sad he's not always that sad <laughs> uh, uh sorry how exactly were the other courts making tanvi's life hard oh the other courts weren't making tanvi's life hard i went to the other courts to see if i could find anything on mausolea mm. and turned up a, a few different things there's uh tanvi's dreams were largely all all he could remember was mist fog and the sort of feeling of uncertainty uh, there were people in the other courts each one actually someone who was in the current ruling house each well Spring and summer don't really have ruling houses, but 
even so, um, we each had these dreams. Uh, winter dreamt of wind and water, an eternal sea pouring into an eternal sky. Summer dreamt of two twin mountain peaks, one an edifice of ice, the other a roiling volcano. And spring dreamt of gnarled trees, shadow and bark all coiled in on itself, choking itself off from life. And our dear Tanvi, smoke, or fog, or something and nothing. Fire, ice, water, sky, nature, uncertainty. Sort of a familiar bunch of uh, elements and symbols. We've been running across a bit of a pattern ourselves, regarding some of those at least. Sounds like the gods, if I may. Perhaps. Was the impression from the dreamers that these were uh, dreams as messages in the sense that they were more metaphorical, or did they have the impression that they were seeing an actual landscape of a place? Hard to say. The one thing people had in common is it felt like a journey that was not meant for them. Who could have, who could it have been meant for then, if not them? Unclear. No matter how far they walked, they could not move. Sounds rather distressing. I think you'll find Magnus. Yes. I. I think you will find that reality and metaphor are very closely entwined here. This could be a place, and the memory of a place, or the idea of a place, all at once. And the word that is encompassing all of that would be mausolea. Perhaps. If it's a memory and a metaphor and an idea, it had to be a physical location at some point, right? Perhaps. Or it could have been a place that existed in a story. It could be the name of someone who goes to places. It could be the mountains. It could be the air and the wind. It could be a story that refers to them. I'm not finding a lot of certainty around here. Don't really find certainty and uncertainty to be guiding terms. That's a perspective. You have the choices that you make and the consequences that may be. All you can do is act. Tanvi told me that he saw me in his dream. Were there any other people in any of those other dreams? There was another, um, a young person in a crown of jagged ice 
Did they look like they did not give a damn? I can't really speak to that. I did not have the dream. Yeah, we know him. Well, then, whoever he is, he is a part of this, somehow. There was only one court I did not approach. The Court of the Dawn. Don't really speak to them. Don't interact with them. It is dangerous, open realm between here and there. Did not seem... The dreams Tenvi is having, while disconcerting, are not harmful. And it did not seem wise to undertake a journey for such. Yeah, the Court of the Dawn aren't fun people. Has anybody attempted to send an envoy to the Court of the Dawn? Not in recent years. They do not like company, even from us. If they, if they need anything, they make their needs and desires known. Yeah, right bastards. Entitled lot. Haven't really uh, sought them out myself. Seem Only like fake really... I haven't partied with, I think. <laughs> they don't. Well, I think they have a version of party that you might not like. Yeah, very demeaning from what I've heard. A lot of personal insults about your appearance. It's not a good time. Among other things. Oh yeah, it's just the, the starters. But I've only ever heard stories, so... I guess what you're getting at is that... Maybe they'd have some information that they're not sharing with the group. It's possible. It's possible that they have nothing. But in the interest of reaching out to all of the courts, if you wanted information, I can tell you that none of the other... Uh, none of us, the seasonal courts, have anything that would be very useful. At least not that's entirely clear. I have not asked every single member, but information has a way of getting around. So, just work with me here on a line of thinking. Mm -hmm. Say that Mausolea is a, a place, either real or imagined or both. And the reason that nobody has record of it in your oral history or in any written history is because maybe that story died out a long time ago. Who's the oldest person that may have been around when Mausolea was a thing in the common consciousness? Someone who's older than our history. And I don't suppose there's just one of you walking around that's a 2,000, 3,000 years old in that time frame? Not walking, not exactly. I'm all ears. Well, I suppose in the one case, if you could capture one of the gods and make them give you conversation, you might be able to pull something from them. Capture. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, did you say capture one of the gods? Not capture the god. Capture a conversation. Capture in the sense that you need to get their attention and keep them from leaving or smiting you outright. 
It's not like we haven't done that before. <clears throat> Hasn't worked out recently. But, well, which gods are you meaning? I know that the Fae aren't too keen on the on the mortal pantheon, so to speak. Raelish and Lilt wander through these lands. Aye. I know just enough to know that wandering isn't all they do, though. Seems a might dangerous to try to wrangle a god for a conversation. And I do not know if it would be worse if you tried to get their attention or if they happened upon you. Alternatively, in the heart of the court of the dawn is the soul of Ulfair, allegedly. Now, I will tell you all that your options are trying to capture a god, which apparently you have done in some capacity, kind of looking at you, Winnie, with a little bit of a like, oh, okay. <laughs> or going to the one place where no mortals of crave have ever crested into the court of the dawn, less, at least none that have passed and also made the return home into their most sacred sanctum. And then persuading whatever it is that the soul of Ulfair takes, whether it's a soul, whether that's a name, persuading them to give you the information you want, if they have it, and if it's something you can understand, and then making your way out with your life. I have not even been to the inner parts of the Court of the Dawn. They do not take to outsiders kindly, even the leaders of the seasonal courts. So, like, what is their whole deal, man? Like, why, like, why are they so antisocial? A few things. I, I mean, perhaps some of it has to do with guarding the soul of Ulfair. Perhaps there are things they know about these lands that we don't. Perhaps there's truth in the fact that they claim that things have to be the way that they are without change. Perhaps it is weak. Perhaps they're lying. Perhaps they're superstitious and they know this works and they don't want to trade on it. Perhaps they just are used to people like them. And they're afraid that if they let something in, the floodgates open. Or maybe they're right. Maybe we're all the ones just standing in the dark. No, I don't really know about the rest of that, but that last bit I don't feel in my, my soul is right. If they're as passive as you say, then they've completely gone person, persona non gratis and, you know, they're not interfering with the rest of the world. They've taken themselves off the board. If they have something helpful that can keep the world from burning, so to speak, then... I have to feel that they owe a duty to be more involved. If that is what they have. Well, but maybe all they have is their secrecy. 
Yeah, it could be a load of bollocks. Yeah, keep everyone out. Keep, you know, the people you care about in. And if everyone is afraid of you or doesn't want to deal with you, then you're in good shape. You don't have to prove anything if they're too scared. It sounds like they're easily the worst option. Who votes we take our chances with a god? Well, I'm not opposed to the idea. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it feels as if we go, if we go to the court of the dawn, we're almost assuredly in for a fight of some sort. But on the other hand, the gods are maybe unpredictable enough that we could uh, attract them somehow without using violence. Violence I can handle. I can heal you. It's the other things I fear. I don't know what they're capable of. Obliteration, mindlessness, erasure, uh, name-stealing, whatever that means, uh, trickery, every manner of malice. These don't sound like friendly beings. Friendly is not the word I would use, no. Winnie, you're the most experienced on the Fae. Back me up here. We're not messing with these people. Um, I actually want to roll a common knowledge check. Yeah. To, like, see how possible a trip to the open realm would be, and if I know of any other history there. Oh my god, both my dice exploded. Let's fucking go. Um, This is advanced common knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) 20, uh, 22. Jesus. Okay. With a twenty-two, which is stupid high. I can see the future, and I know exactly how our journey is gonna go. Okay, with a twenty-two, Winnie, you're thinking about possible outcomes, and here's what you know. You know that Lilton Raylish, um, are there are stories of them walking Ulfair. You have never met them that you know of. They, it is hard to know which are stories of them and which are stories of just any weird, possibly powerful, or maybe just incredibly cunning fae. Vibes. There are a lot (laughs) of things attributed to either of them or Mm -hmm. both. It is, you, it is unclear. Like, there's so much unclarity here. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that you would know, though, is that um if if they were actually here and you know some of the stories are more likely to be true i think there's maybe like one story you've heard of that people tend to agree is actually them um they do not make their presence known in the seasonal courts they do not want to act against aggressively against uh each court kind of has an arch face spirit within um, and they're, it's, it's kind of like a, like a mutually assured destruction thing, which isn't to say that they don't wander through here. It is unlikely that you would be able to find them and have them show themselves and then also have them help you. Right. You would think. Um, even with the 22, there's not like a concrete thing, but you're just like, mm-hmm. if it would have happened, it probably would have happened by now to someone. Right. Um, most of the stories of sightings and interactions with them where people either think or know or people believe it to be actually them did happen somewhere in the open realm. And 
the one sort of unifying factor is that you would have to do something that is, and I'm going to use a quote here, worthy of the attention of the gods. And so you have people who go out and try and do all of these spectacles or small things that don't, they don't seem to come when people are expecting them. So going in with that energy, knowing how sensitive the Feywild is to that, it would be difficult. And who knows what else you might find in the open realm on the way, or worse, who, who might you find that could claim to be them and not. Um, when it comes to the Court of the Dawn, you would also have to pass through the open realm to get there. So open realm is just on the table. You've done this before. You don't, I would say all the areas controlled by the seasonal courts, you have a pretty good working knowledge of. You wouldn't have acted as an emissary without uh, envy before. But like, understand the open realms, even you with your acclamation to the Feywild still felt a little bit less connected. They are incredibly dangerous. You've never been to the Court of the Dawn. You don't even know how to get to the Court of the Dawn, despite uh, your integration within a society. The actual location and method of travel is kept under wraps. There are a lot of Fey members of the seasonal courts who do not know. Um, and there is no one who would actively tell you. Now, maybe, maybe you can get someone to tell you, but historically speaking, it's not going to happen. Um, you're very clever and roll very high who knows knows. but um the way to get to the court of the dawn is so that would be one thing um in a way you can't find it unless it wants to be found or unless you come across someone who's a member and can somehow convince them scare them take them wipe their memory who knows figure out a way to get them to lead you back would probably be your best bet there is, when I say members of the Court of the Dawn, it's not just people. There are creatures, there are spirits, there are other things. So that's not entirely impossible, but very improbable. And it is something that Winnie probably would not have considered a necessity because it's like a lot of work and a lot of things have to fall in place in order to get there. Once you get to the Court of the Dawn, that's a whole nother ballgame. It's going to be whether it's, you you don't know anything about it, whether it's politics whether you're fighting for your life, whether you have to prove yourself, if you'll get in, if they will kill you on sight, you do not know. So, but I think with a 22 and this knowledge, I would say your connection with the Feywild through your Fey ancestry, through what you've built here. The way Morovi speaks about the soul of Ulfair and the way you've heard of that, you know that the soul of Ulfair is held in the court of the dawn. And more than anything, you know the feelings you have about this place and the way it feels about you. There's a part of Winnie that thinks that maybe if you could get through all of that and figure out whatever this soul is, if it's a, if it's a, like, an object, if it's a person, if it's a concept, whatever it is, you know that it would want to help you. Because in your soul, even if the open realm is still different, even if you're not from here or of here, 
you know full fair in your heart. Got it. Yeah, I think, yeah, my takeaway from that is Winnie probably knows that um, that they could both work, but, like, with the unpredictability of the two gods, um, it's prob- it could end up being a waste of time after a lot of time spent trying to get to them. So, like, Court of the Dawn is more dangerous, but also probably going to be their best bet just because like the court of the dawn and the heart of Ulfair being this whole grandiose thing we're dealing with a very grandiose problem that needs grandiose solutions um and obviously this mausolea whatever it may or may not be also seems like a very mysterious grandiose concept that it seems like only something that is so ancient, so powerful, would know about. So, Court of the Dawn, I think, in Winnie's mind, makes the most sense. And so to answer Arcos's question, um, well, Arcos, I would love to agree with you to do the option that seems a little bit more close to home, but I think that's just not it's going to be less helpful for us in the long run. I think we need to take our chances because we are the people that take chances for the betterment of everyone else. Because if we're not going to do it, who else is qualified to do it? <laughs> I like that answer, Winnie. I knew you'd agree with me. As your confidence in us, I, I don't believe it's misplaced. I... I only mean to express my honest fear of this. Gods is something I've studied. It's something I understand. The biggest assholes in all of the Fae. <laughs> I'm scared, Winnie. I think any other sane person would be. Well, I don't really blame you, but... I think as long as we stick together, we can get, we can make it there. I agree that it seems daunting to go into the Court of the Dawn, sort of empty-handed, just robes flown open saying, Hello, Court of the Dawn, here we are. And I see that we're going to be going to, what was it called, the Open Realms? Yes, we're going to be going there anyway. So I actually think that, Winnie, you have the right spirit, but we need to take it up a notch if we're going to be the people that take risks. I think we should try to do both. Hear me out. (laughs) We're going to be in the open plains anyway, and the gods, apparently, are only going to be showing and poking their noses around if we're doing something worthy of notice. Now, I don't know if kicking in the door of the Court of the Dawn and demanding to see the soul of Old Fair is worthy of notice, but I guarantee that if we light a bit of a fire under their asses while we're in the open plains, we have a better chance of getting their attention. And if we can get their attention and come into the open plains and then the Court of the Dawn with a little bit of godly backup to give us some gravitas, that might help us uh, find what we're looking for. Kill two birds with one stone. 
Or... Yeah, I guess they are kind of on the way to each other, aren't they? I guess that makes sense. Now, Lilton Raelish, that's rhythm and dissonance. Is my remembering their domains correctly? You absolutely are. Well, when's the last time a fey band has gone and played out in the open plains? <laughs> Is that a joke? You should know by now I'm only ever half-joking, Arcos. Even a crazy idea may have some merit. Dissonance and rhythm. A concert, a mosh pit. Will he throw a party in their honor? When's the last time the Fae have gotten together for a collective worship of their... Well, I wouldn't want to impose, but seems to be the deities that you guys like the most. Or at least tolerate and have around. I'm a bit fuzzy on your relationship with the gods as a whole, I might say. That might be a quite literal interpretation of those, uh, of those domains, but I don't know. I guess it's worth a try. We can start there. With what was it up. that you said, ma'am, that a metaphor and reality sort of blend together in these cases? Well, it's... I mean... Things that you believe can be real, and things that are real can fade into belief. I will say, though, if you're trying to attract the attention of gods, you're going to have to do a bit more than play music, I would wager. Hmm. Well, I am admittedly not very well versed in fey customs, so I don't really know exactly what a fey-oriented god would like. It was, um, merely a note that maybe this would be a time to extend an olive branch to your divine neighbors. I... Might understand what you're getting at. And if you all want to go and try and talk to the gods and commune with them and get their help, that is fine. No one here will stop you. We will give you whatever you need for your journey. But I think I can speak for the seasonal courts when I say that as far as a formal relationship is concerned, that is not something... We would be interested in. <clears throat> well, I understand that well enough, I suppose. Well, we can at least try. Hey, if it doesn't work out, there's still plan A of kicking in the court of the Don's front door. And I look, I'm all for that as well. But we might as well exhaust all options. You know, Magnus, having a fireball in the back pocket isn't always the worst idea. I'm starting to warm up to this. Um, Something tells me you tend to lead with it a little bit more than the back pocket. <laughs> I keep my ammunition in the front, that's for sure. <clears throat> um, I'm not expecting a 22, but would I be able, in my study of, of faith and attempting to please gods, and most likely failing, be able to roll a faith roll to see if, I could come up with a way to jazz up the concert or a better idea of the concert or something. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's a pretty cool idea. This one goes out to Lilton Relish. <laughs> We're playing the open plates. <laughs> I want to see some lighters, you know. What kind of music do they like? Um, Electric loot, baby. That, <laughs> I don't think I'll spend a Benny to re-roll because it's a five and a six. 
So that's yeah, pretty good. That's an eleven. You just okay. need a four. And what are what specifically were you asking? Trying to figure out like if I would know how to get these gods' attention. I mean, I would understand if there may be some penalty because this is not the god, or I don't. They're not the gods yeah. I worship. But so with an eleven, with <laughs> with an eleven, I will I will provide the caveats. These are not gods that you worship, and they're gods that are very different from the vibe of Furia, who you typically just had to like pray to in order to get any sort of recognition and even then it was different i would say one thing from the context and if you're gonna extrapolate your knowledge of furia to other gods and just sort of like the vibe of these gods you would have learned about the rest of the pantheon in your studies is you all are in a place that is known for being weird and wonky uh from what uh winnie told you like these are gods that are inherently and actively uninterested in people just trying to find them for the sake of finding them. And they, like, I, and I think when you're trying to think of what is interesting to a god, it could be spectacle, it could be nothing. Like, the range, and I mean, you don't hear this now, Arcos, but like, the range of, I guess, the range of stories you've heard of people allegedly having interactions with gods in general has been anything from the lone soldier on a battlefield being imbued with divine might, able to subdue the army of an enemy, versus a kid in the wood who was scared. And so it's, you get the sense that whatever these interactions happen with gods, it's not quite about doing a specific series of events to elicit a response it's about getting lucky enough that they happen to be looking or in some cases unlucky enough that they happen to notice you hmm. does that like feel appropriate yeah for the 11 yeah i mean okay. i will say I can make a bigger, smaller show. Getting unlucky or luckier. <laughs> Sorry, some chances I mean, of control. There's also the chance of them noticing and, and not being interested. There's a chance of them noticing and reacting, however. I just want to, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Well, Look, we can uh, we can brainstorm on the way if we want. I'm just saying that if we have the opportunity to be in the right place to make an impression, there's no risk in uh, making the effort. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> we're going to see the court of the dawn then. I guess so. That's where the road's leading. Should we bring, like, a case of mead? What, is there anything <laughs> that we can do to, like, sort of smooth things over? Or am I just going to have to start slinging spells immediately? Oh, that was directed toward me. Really? The room? I mean, anybody's welcome <laughs> to chime in. I can't imagine there's anything you could bring on your person that would help you. I have a dented mace. I think it's kind of just like a... Show up and hope for the best, unfortunately. Which, you know, has gone really well for us in the past. It's gotten you this far. Half the battle showing up. 
the other half is not dying, granted, but, you know. Are we really leaving our fates up to dumb luck? No, no, it's never about luck. It's about, um, well, it's a little bit about luck, but it's about the fact that we have a mission and something's calling us here and whatever it is doesn't intend us to die yet, I don't think. That's as much peace as I'm going to find. Jeez, you've gotten less fun. Where's the hard-charging young gohard that I used to know that would batter away hordes with a mace? Now you're he- worried about some dawn elves being rude to ye. Well, he met God and then ended up in the Feywild, completely out of his element. And you should wear that like armor. You're a cat in a jungle, Arcos, and the jungle ain't happy about it, so you better start growling. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've laughed since we've been here. All right. <sighs> so, it's not going to get any easier. <laughs> no, I don't imagine anything will be easy until this is all done. I just, that- for the record, for the record, I like the creepy dungeon a lot better. I missed the crypt. That was great. Hey, just think of it as the Crypt of Certain Death Part 2. And instead of a crypt, it is a uh, realm, a court, court of certain death, realm of certain death. Easy. Just the next step up. Realm of possible death, court of probable death. There you go. I'll take it. I guess to simplify Magnus's question, is there anything we should do to prepare entering... The Court of the Dawn, the Open Realm. Any mindfulness exercises that people have found to be effective? (laughs) Yes, actually. Um, When it comes to navigation in the Open Realm, Rowan, I don't think you've ever had to do it on your own. There is value to be gained in connecting to the Earth. And... Asking it to show you the path. To understand that the path it will show you may not be the path you want. It may not take you where you want to go. But it'll take you where you need. And I would warn all of you. And kind of looks closely at Arcos and at Magnus. Not to be too preoccupied. Whatever expectations and preconceptions you have of this place, of this end, and of what you think your journey should be, turns back toward you, Winnie. If there is anything me, if you want story, we have them. If you want histories, I keep them. I do want you all. To come back safe. And we'll do everything we can to do that. I do have a sort of personal question, given your status as a record keeper of world histories and the comings and goings of this realm. When he fucking eyes Magnus right now, (laughs) like, do not say anything fucking weird. Yes. My wife would occasionally traffic in these planes. Mortalia... I'm sure you've heard of her. 
She's yes. She's been missing for quite a while, about three years now. Don't imagine you would have seen her recently, heard tale of her one way or another. I'm afraid three years ago is around the last we heard of her as well. And what were you hearing about her at that time? She... Well, I actually uh, met with her. She was inquiring um, components for a spell. She spoke like if she... She spoke like she had a secret, and if she shared it, that whatever it was she was holding on to, whatever th she had thought she'd found, would slip away. So she was sparse with the details then about the spell? Yes. I can tell you. Uh, what she needed is... Interesting. Interesting how? She left here with a vial of autumn rain. I was happy to supply it. I haven't been able to find anything. But to make sense of it. Not a common ingredient for spells, as to say the least. Not any spells that would make sense to keep secret. But... I've had, I've had more outlandish requests. Thank you. Of course. And truly, if you hear anything at all, I'll... Whatever... I will tell Winnie immediately. Aye. And... I guess while we're at it, um... I know occasionally the Fae run into contact with um, children of the mortal realm, sometimes half-elves, some magical talent. I, um, in recent years I've developed sort of a school of sorts for wayward magical kids and, well, I'm looking to add some new students soon and if you run into anybody that needs a home and a little bit of guidance, feel free to send them my way. I will think on that. <laughs> sure. I understand why you might be uh, hesitant. <clears throat> You've made quite a first impression, but if you are a friend of Winnie's, I, I'm sure you have some redeemable qualities. <laughs> Magnus or it don't involve fireballs. Winnie sips her tea. I, <laughs> I will be honest with you. I'm a right bastard, or at least have been for a lot of my life. But earnestly, since Mortalia and since Oracles and since Winnie, I've been trying a lot harder to walk the path of a better man. And Winnie is no small part in helping me show me that path. 
She does have that effect on people. And she will never let me forget it, I'm sure. Hee <laughs> hee. Uh, and as, uh, as she says that, she sort of like takes her hand and kind of raises your cheek, Winnie. In a way that, uh, you know, she did to Envy a lot when she came to visit. We'll be back soon. We'll do everything we can. We'll be waiting. Thank you for having us here. Thank you for all of your knowledge. It is my duty and my sincere pleasure. Of course, I can't let you go empty-handed, and this entire time as she's been chopping vegetables, she at some point sort of raked the, the stew up toward the front of the, uh, the fireless stove and uh, had scooped the things in there and continued going and pours you all some in, uh, in containers that don't spill so you can take them with you on your journey. Ooh. Oh, y'all are going to love this stuff. So good. What is it? This soup has been in my family for six generations. The, the recipe for the soup or the soup itself? This soup. Oh. I'll, if you all wish to stay, it doesn't really get night. I don't know how long your day has been. Um, but I can call Cho back inside and... For the evening, at least, our home is yours. You think it wouldn't hurt to rest before we head out? I appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, she begins pouring each of you some very fine elven wine that she gets out of the cellar. Uh, a little while later, Chell comes with uh, Craig and Julian. Um, Hold up. How do the boys look? <laughs> Both of them look like they got the shit beaten out of them. <laughs> like at like actually uh, like bruised and shit or Yeah. Like they like fought, fought. Okay. <laughs> like like physical fighting. Like someone was fighting someone. Shell also looks a little bruised, but not as bad as them. What is going on? I imagine <laughs> Magnus and Arcos are like a little bit deep into their elven cups when they walk in and Magnus they're just like sitting by the door in a couple chairs and Magnus is just like, what the hell happened to you boys? Uh, Chell says, I took him for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you took him for something. You, put, you beat the snot out of him. It was a fair fight. Oh, Julian, what did you... And Julian, Julian, what did you say to piss off the elf lady? I didn't say I didn't say anything to piss off the elf lady, okay? It was just uh I thought I could spar and then I couldn't and well kind of um well, I wasn't exactly human at the time. We were trying to see if elven bears if like Ulfair bears versus human <laughs> earth bears uh versus something that craig said was a bear but i still don't think it's a bear <laughs> but we can't get into that again really so and we we might have well and then after we figured out the bear things it turned out it's the regular earth a uh, regular craith bear it's good 
Uh, we decided to keep going with like other animals to see who would win in a fight. And then, well, and then it kind of just kept, uh, it kind of just kept going. <laughs> When okay, the did fuck you, did you did learn you to turn into a bear? We're not did encouraging you, oh, I, this. I against the bear. I need like the the conversation here is about like the lion. We did a lion, the tiger, and a bear. We're not encouraging this, right? See, when did you learn to shapeshift? I I didn't. Chell Chell did the shapeshifting. Chell shapeshifted all of us. We just had to sort of describe the creature and the. I I don't I don't know how to shapeshift. Well, I kind of. I can do, and then uh, Julian holds up his hand and has like a paw, and is like, "That's what I got today." <laughs> You're gonna be a completely Show different. Me. Wait, that's actually. And that's then like with puts, you. puts the paw in your face, Magnus. <laughs> Isn't it cool? No, it's not cool. I think it's cool. Say something, Magnus. What? Magnus oh like has God. a very like it's unnatural. I think it's Magnus like he, a little he's bit. He's just moving his hand slowly, kind of. In like, your hair. can I, can Magnus like roll to try to like mimic the spell that he's using to do that? <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait, I'll can I do like, that? I want to. I bet I could do that. Okay, I have a question for Magnus. Are you trying to mimic the spell, okay, or no, are you just that. trying to turn your hand <laughs> like into bats a paw, it, like a cat? Yeah. Wait, can I? Can Magnus? Oh, sorry, did you hear what I, I said? Are you trying uh, to mimic that specific spell, or is Magnus just trying to take the knowledge that you know and turn your hand into a paw? Yeah, I think he's trying to mimic the spell the way that Julian's doing it. Okay, that'll be higher. I'm going to put m- copying a spell that you haven't seen. I'm going to give you a 12. You're a 12 to beat? Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like you have pretty high spell stuff. Yeah, so this would be a spell casting roll, I would assume. Yes. Okay, what's a d12 look like? The best one. <laughs> like a soccer ball. <gasps> True. It's called the pentagons. Yeah. That is a 15. I still got it. I think I can do this. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you see that. And I will say, because it's just recreating the paw, you're able to do so with your own uh, bear claw. Oh, it's a bear claw? Yeah, that's what he's doing. It's like a bear's claw. Oh, okay. Claw. Yeah. Get over here. What are you doing with that thing? What are you doing? And he like starts like. Oh, wait. Yeah. And then he's and you guys are just kind of slap fighting with your single <laughs> bear paws. And and then Julian's like, why didn't you ever show me how you could do this? I didn't really think to do this. I mean, I can turn into other things, I suppose. But this is like a different. You thing. only ever turn into weird guys. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a different thing. I tried to explain this to you. It's not like a choice. Just those guys exist. I don't know. But bears, that's way okay. cooler. Can I... Yeah, this is kind of happening. Can I walk up and Just heal bond. our... Can I heal our injured lads real quick? I think you get... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think you guys get both paws out and you're just kind of slap fighting with bear paws. Magnus and a literal teenager. <laughs> All right, we don't, By the we way. don't need a third person injured here. We're going on a big important quest tomorrow. Let's chill for a minute. Hey, where... Th- this is a learning exercise to see what the limits of this spell okay, are. Okay, maybe you might be learning, but it's not going to help you learn if you get one of your eyes clawed out by your friend. Oh, we... Thank you, Winnie. The voice of a reason. Uncles, who's I think it's cool to look at, it's, but y'all don't need to slap each cool. other. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm going to turn to... Because after you're saying this, you can just be healing... I think think Julian and I are gonna like pause like locked with our paws paused 
<laughs> Buns. Um, and <laughs> then I'm going to, like, look at him and then look at Craig, and then I'm going to, like, turn with my bear paws towards Craig and start walking towards him. Yeah, and, and Craig says, no. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, put your paws up, Craig. I, I, I don't, I don't do magic. Can I, can I turn Craig's hands into paws? <laughs> Without yeah, give me give me a notice check. <laughs> okay, he doesn't want me to do magic. No, on no, but give me a give me a notice check though. Okay, um, I won't like enforce this on him. I know he doesn't. No, I that. I know, but like, just trust me on this one. Okay, fine, fine. Here's a notice check. Hot off the presses. Wow, uh, that's... <laughs> Watch me roll like a three and it doesn't matter. Okay, uh, the six exploded, so that's 17. Jesus. Okay, and with the 17, yeah, Craig says that, and um, I'm going to give you like a few things. Craig says that he doesn't know. Well, Craig says no, and you can tell that Craig is not going to be happy or charmed if you turn his hand into paws. But when you tell Craig to turn his hands into paws... He says that he doesn't do magic. And I think the phrasing of that sort of flags in Magnus's head. You get the sense like you don't necessarily want to press on this right now. Um, but it is interesting, I think. Because it's not that he can't do it. It says he doesn't do magic. And I will say, Craig doesn't want his hands turned into paws. If you turned his hands into paws right now, you won't, he's probably not going to slap fight with you. But he's not going to lose it. But I think that's that's the thing. That's why I wanted to notice, like, when he says that. it You just notice, like, something in his expression about it, but he doesn't say anything else. Um. Yeah, so Magnus sort of, like, clocks all of this. And I think without really skipping a beat, he's like, I'm just playing, Craig. I know that you're, you're probably worn out from getting into it with Chandler and all that. Say, uh, yeah. would you like, like some dinner, something to drink? I would love... Both of those things. Yeah, actually. sure. Yeah, grab a seat. Arcos and I were just talking about um, how Arcos sucks at chess. That is That's a complete not surprising. lie. I am so you're good at chess? No, I am neutral at chess. I am certainly neutral. Very even. I'm actually really good at chess. Oh, yeah. Would you like to play a game? Sure. Excellent. Maybe after, after we. Yeah, sure. Well, whenever you're ready. Also, while all this is happening, I want Winnie to very subtly kind of uh, signal to Morovi that that is Craig is the person, the other person that we were talking about that we know from the dream. Yeah, uh, Morovi kind of nods because Craig, like, the confirmation is good, and she acknowledges that. Um, but Craig also does very much have a crown of like the it, it, Craig also fits the description, so like yeah. that was just a good verification. Uh-huh. Um, and you see, after that, she sort of just like you can see she's kind of just like looking at him intently, and uh, with your perception, you also notice that like he can tell that she's like looking at him. like she's not like staring at him, right? But like she is looking at him, and he can kind of feel her. He's gaze. noticing that she's noticing. Him and I'm noticing yeah, and all you're, that. Yeah, you're noticing him, noticing her, noticing him. Yeah, <laughs> and Perfect. you notice that she notices he's noticing her, noticing him. Got it. Got it. I follow. Magnus has okay. already crossed eyes or is going cross. 
yeah I like zeroed in but yeah you're you're able to eat and drink and get some rest and uh, as the evening winds down and uh, Morovi shows you all to like the guest quarters of the house except for Winnie who um she'll she assumes you'll probably stay in Envy's old room, which is where you usually tend to stay when you visit. Yeah. Um, but before you all split up, she says, So, I will be honest, I have about as much of an idea of getting to the Court of the Dawn as you all do. I would suggest you... I've often found that, despite all the confusion, you can find great clarity in dreams. I would think on that as you head to sleep tonight. Good, good, uh, good info. Thank you. Thank you. As well. And... She leaves you all to your business. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before bed? Well, I'm going to have that game of chess, but we didn't set any to role play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I will say you don't have to role play that. Um, I do need you to make a roll, though, to see who wins. <laughs> okay. Um, what role would that be? Great question. Um, God, I think it would be, what is it? Smart, intelligence. I think it's smart. Smarts is the, one of the yeah. main ones. Smarts, and I guess, I'm going to sort of make this up on the spot right now. Rob. Okay. How good at chess do you think Magnus is? How often do you think Magnus plays chess specifically? Your smarts is just going to be for your general intelligence at things. Um, I think Magnus is pretty good at chess because I think like part of his training as a wizard is like, you know, it's a very intellectual process. I think that just like as a thing to do with other mages he probably would have played a decent amount of like casual chess and like understands the game but it's not like playing chess all the time crushing people he's just like sort of so i would say does a d8 feel reasonable there yeah my smarts and a d8 that'll be pretty yeah yeah cool um plus your wild card die oh yeah so three dice Craig also gets a wild card die. <laughs> Craig is the main character. Yeah. After all, yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's not an impressive set of rolls. I gotta, gotta be. Got pennies, penny, penny. I got good rolls. I think. Am I petty enough to use a Benny to win a game of chess against a teenager? <laughs> I yeah, don't think Rob very, is, but Magnus definitely is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to spend a Benny. Do you want to win this game is, the, is another question. Do, I mean, do you want for Magnus to win this game, you know? Ooh, that's a good question. Huh. Hmm. 
Interesting. Okay, so now that I'm actually thinking about what... Magnus doesn't really give a fuck about the chess game. Magnus cares more about just sort of warming up to and building a relationship with Craig, I think. Given that Magnus is really keying into the idea that he's, like, important. But also just, like, like there's something interesting going on here that, like, feels very... Um, interesting to magnus so i think what he's gonna do is i think he's gonna play a pretty even game and play very principled and just sort of try to get him to talk and open up about you know like how he learned how to play chess and i think magnus is gonna just like kind of subtly in the middle of the game not like you know throw the game but just um just make a couple moves that that don't work basically that are just bad moves and he sort of lets the game slip away as he has a conversation with craig okay what did you roll total i rolled an 11 okay craig rolled a 14 yeah so what i will say is that while you do make some intentional mistakes to put you at a slight disadvantage you do also slightly underestimate craig's skill and so while you were intending to throw the game, you do throw it a bit more and you do make some mistakes that you weren't intending on. And Craig doesn't notice either way. But I think that's like a sign to Magnus that, you know, like, hey, this kid's like actually good. And he did get you in a couple places. Um, Magnus has I been think, drinking. You know, I mentioned that. So. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's it. That's it. For sure. Um, hey, you can just tell yourself that, Magnus. Hey, the dice. The, hey. They do what they do, you know? Magnus wasn't going to win the this one. guys do what they do. Yeah. But um, I think, but also the fact that Magnus isn't trying obsessively to beat this kid at chess or sh teach him a lesson or whatever. Um, you do, you are more thoughtful in your conversation. Um, you ask questions about, like, how do you learn chess? Uh, they tell you that, um, you know, they had this friend. It's kind of an older guy when they were young who would just kind of come and show them like how to play games and uh you get probably more out of craig about how he grew up than you've gotten out of him at any other point um he was given up by their parents you surmise doesn't mention them dying, doesn't mention the circumstances. Um, but, you know, Craig was kind of like raised by a lot of people. Doesn't give you, and you can tell that some points when you get too close in conversation. He's like very actively trying not, not trying not to tell things, but there's things that they're not ready to share. Um, so, yeah, raised in some kind of like some kind of, I guess, institutional setting, not like an institution, like, you know, like an asylum or anything, but like something like that, like not a whole lot of personal connections, did have friends, um, has these specific skills, doesn't really allude to anything about how they ended up where they were when you found them, um, doesn't give any like proper noun names or specifics but 
more than anything makes polite conversation and then it's checkmate and they say when we met you killed a lot of people that I know and care about and I know why you did it and I know why you think you had to do it and I know what you do and don't believe in but it still hurt but I knew before you all did that our future is intertwined Magnus like looks at the board and looks at like his king being like pinned down by all these pieces and like looks at like the pile of like pawns and like bishops that like slowly got taken by Craig over the course of the game and like lingers on those words and he says there's a lot of people out there that should I should beg for forgiveness for a myriad of trespasses and I can't ask them all to forgive me because I know that at a certain point I don't really deserve forgiveness you're a far stronger and wiser man than many that I have done wrong to have tolerated us, followed us around, even when we try to mess with you. I respect the hell out of you, and I think I do regret that battle. I don't know that it solved anything. So I'm sorry. I don't know what more I could really say to make it better. But you deserve to hear that. Thank you. And I was really mad at all of you for a while. I I still am. Except for Julian, Julian's cool, but he's the best. Uh, I think it just got a little easier when I realized that you all also have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and I almost killed my brother. How's that for fate slapping you in the face and say, "Wake the fuck up." Yeah, he's a cool guy. He's cooler than I. Yeah, that's for sure. (sighs) 
But that's okay. I'm cool with that. I'm not meant to be... I don't know. I'm not a hero. Not like these two are. Not even sort of gestures over to Winnie and Arcos. That was never my role. I just kick shit up and move on. Um, yeah, it kind of just nods and then, um, like has a moment where stares in a middle distance for a sack and then looks back at you, says, um, gonna hit the hay, um, but you should know, Magnus, that that line you're looking for, that line you have from the poem. You're looking for the answers in the wrong places, the entirely wrong places. And uh, just continues to head toward the guest rooms. Magnus waits till... Uh... He's firmly out of earshot. And mm-hmm. I think as Mag as like Arcos comes by like with another round of drinks, Magnus says, I've still never had a conversation with that man that wasn't feckin' awkward. <laughs> That's why I gave up. Uh, although you were talking to him for some time, I got the feeling from a distance that wasn't just about chess. No. Chess is a great metaphor for many things in life. He showed me some of my weaknesses, and I saw some of his strength. Are you saying you lost? I'm saying I didn't win the battle. And I think maybe nobody won. Some battles must be lost to win a war. Especially when there's a great deal of Apology, we still owe him. Yeah, there is a bit of that too. Awkward kid, though. Seriously. I'm gonna hand you a drink. (laughs) Well, if I remember what I was like at that age, it wasn't like I was any less awkward. (laughs) God. Suppose we all Is that barefoot? <laughs> it looks like barefoot. <laughs> it's yellowtail. Oh, yellow. Oh, okay. okay, barely. Like you got two, you got one notch above. I'm it <laughs> for those of you bottle. at home, Rob just pulled out put on a giant a fucking giant bottle of wine, <laughs> of white. like a true Norseman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a true Norseman. And on that note, <laughs> you all had to bed. Your dreams. Um, and by the morning even their memory is gone and next time we'll figure out how the fuck we find the court of the dawn Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. 
And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. (laughs) Kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, It'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, but take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time possibly. So, um, yeah, that's, that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale, and then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But They'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um... And thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye.